This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work, so I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water, just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker, and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it, and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the Bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile wrapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. A sunny, a classic Buffalo area February afternoon. A sunny Friday. I'm at home. Bulldog, you're at home. You betcha. Oh, yeah. I've got my typical when I'm there, but, you know, why why vary from the usual routine? Uh, Multiple drinks set up before me on this table. I've got four, actually. Four might be the record. Four different drinks to choose from here as we launch our show today. You want to guess? And and how many of them are actually non-alcoholic? Well, wouldn't you like to know? That's a rude question. Actually, it's four. (laughs) But none of them is milk. Okay. Because you never would catch me drinking a glass of milk. Well, I, never I mind. Would, we've we, we, we've got the unsweetened iced tea. You, you, we've got I, the bottle of unsweetened iced tea. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I was ready to guess, but I what, what's go ahead. Okay. Milk? I mean, I wouldn't drink milk during a show, but milk is delicious. Oh. God. What the hell's wrong with you? Milk is delicious is the best start ever to a show. Milk is delicious. It, it, All right, you want to guess? You can guess. Let's end right. this. Well, you, water, tea, uh, coffee. Right. Uh, One more. Mm. Straight vermouth. 
no. Verner's, uh, I was going to guess, actually. Verner's <laughs> is a great guess. I love Verner's. <laughs> you would. I love Soda Draft. I love Verner's. When would you have to pick Verner's? Uh, you could pick it last if it was just you and I picking, because I would never pick it. <laughs> my, uh, my, my family, everyone in the family loves Verner's and cream soda, and these are yes. two things that you would never catch me drinking. Uh, well, I mean, honest to God, maybe if my oh. wife depended on it. I, uh, okay, fine, I'll have some of that cream soda. But Love just, it. Just, just gross. I'm almost completely off soda and have been for many years, but those Good are two you. of my all-time yeah. favorites. Me too. Uh, mixed berry fizzy water was the answer okay. you needed there. Mixed oh, berry okay. fizzy water. That was, a tough, that was a tough one. I don't think there's a calorie in any of these drinks. Straight zeros. That's what they tell you. That is what they tell you. I don't know about uh, the mixed berry, but the iced tea says no calories. Coffee has no – I don't put anything in it. So black coffee has no calories, right? I need to know this because I'm starting a weight loss program later this month. And I'm suddenly going to transform into someone that needs to know everything about, like, all right, what's in this that I'm drinking or eating? Um, Yeah, that's going to be big. We'll see. This is a – one of the biggest challenges of my life is, is set out before right. me here. Well, we all, and, I, uh, I, we, I think um, the risk of speaking for everyone, I, I, we'd, I, we'd all like to support you through this and hear as little about it as possible. <laughs> well, bad, 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 bad news. Bad news. It, it's an endorsement. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, bad uh, news. Well, well, good luck. You're going to hear, I, I, you're gonna hear way you. more about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, I just predictably, I've got my uh, my jug of ice water here. That's it. That's all I need. Do you have a pitcher? No, I've got one of these um, hydro flask deals. Like I, I don't, it it's not a Yeti, but it keeps beverages very cold. Uh, oh. I put some ice in there, and the ice stays like through the night if I have it, you know, in my room, which I do. And so it's a uh, it's 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 an it's it's um, a rather large. It doesn't fit in. Any of the well, it fits in like the cup holders on the doors, like the inside of the doors of my truck. But like the cup holders on the console, it's too big for for that. So it's a little unwieldy to carry around. But I I've taken to carrying it with me when I golf, because I have a little like a little beverage compartment, little sack at the bottom of my uh, cart that I bought last year that I can just tuck it in there. So I have I have I carry it with me. But it it's it's a it's a you know, it's large. It's a large. That is uh, annoying when the container, the Yeti or whatever it is, the cooler doesn't fit in the the cup yeah. holder in the car. That it's is, almost uh, it's bad. almost enough to make me not want to use it, but it keeps the beverage so cold, icy cold, as I say. Like all, like I can take this up to my room at 10 p.m. and wake up at 6 a.m. and there, oh. it's still ice cold. I mean, that, you can't beat that. I mean, I'm a temperature fanatic. So That's uh, the dream. This, this guy here, even though it doesn't fit anywhere, I make it fit. I've made room for it. I've I've adapted. That's the dream. And by mean by by saying that, I mean that you actually can sleep from 10 to 6. That is <laughs> that is pretty good. That's what we all dream about. Would love to be able to say that they that we can do. How about our boy Aaron Schatz? I know. I'm so I'm proud is the you know I mean wh- wh- who am I? Uh, but I I I love it. I I I just I love it. 
I we never really got into this, and I didn't either. Like mo- Monday, I think I mentioned a few times, uh, and I think I slipped in like a you know Jackson is a runaway, and I'm not sure why. Um, I mean, I was here for the whole thing, but like Monday, I, I let me back up. I don't, as the season is going on, stare at different statistical categories for the quarterbacks. Like I was not in my mind figuring out who would be the MVP all year. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't week to week looking at the leaders or anything. So um, as, you know, Monday, the, the here comes Super Bowl week, Purdy and Mahomes are in the Super Bowl, Jackson and Allen are not. I just wanted to look at all four guys and, you know, just the traditional stats, none of the advanced metrics at all, just the, you know, the ESPN.com stats. And – it's like Jackson was not as Im- nearly as impressive as any of the other three guys. Um, certainly Allen and Purdy, I would say. Mahomes maybe was a down year for him, so maybe it was a little closer. Um, and I kind of started thinking, why? How, how did we all just sit here and because the betting odds were what the betting odds were, just go, yeah, it's going to be Lamar. And it, it ended up being Lamar, but I, I don't know that – it should have been his uncondemned. I'm not saying he do- doesn't deserve to be the MVP. He had a great year and was on the best team and sat out the last game, and that might have been an opportunity to get some more stats and all that. But I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't – unanimous. I'm glad it wasn't unanimous because I'm not even sure he had to win. And so Aaron being the one person who voted for Allen as first place in the MVP and making it public, uh, I adore him for it because I, I was – I don't know. I, I just sort of wanted to re-legislate the whole thing uh, when I saw when I looked at their numbers all stacked up together. Well, lots of thoughts. Um, in terms of the final results, you, you fifty voters, including one from WGRZ Radio, apparently uh, fifty voters. <laughs> I feel like. Was that you? I mean, what? we were so close. That we were so close. That's what it said under Vic Carucci, WGRZ Radio. Like, I, I don't know. Okay. Was that a typo or is somebody? A, yeah, it is. He's a contributor. I don't know. To he does some Channel 2 stuff, Vic does. So that's. I know, bad. but it's not a radio station. No, I know. Like, right. Can you it's imagine a, the. Yeah, it's a mistake. Yeah. What happened there? Something <laughs> happened there. Yeah. So um, anybody on that list of 50 voters, you'd like to think this is what happened with all of them would have gone through all the, you know, the thinking and the analysis, the things, some of the things you're saying you were not, you know, inclined to do yourself for much of the season. You know, it wasn't until whatever you said recently that you looked at all the stats yeah. and everything like that. Really, it doesn't matter. The betting odds exist all off season and then change every week, but nobody has to take any – pay any attention to it, even if you're voting. You don't really have to pay any attention to it until the season is over. Whenever the deadline is, you know, probably these people would have done so anyway, but it's not like you had to track, you know, your thoughts throughout the Mm -hmm. year. It only matters how you feel at the end. And I think probably most voters would have thought it was, you know, at least a reasonable – there were reasonable arguments for other players. In fact – I, I sat here today, at, or last night, and then today after this, and thought about how, like, I never really put a take out on who I would have voted for myself. And I would have voted for somebody that you didn't even name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Prescott? 
Prescott. Yeah. I would have voted for Dak. I thought he had the best quarterback season in the league. And, of course, and this definitely mattered for Jackson. And, it, I mean, Prescott, Aaron put Prescott ahead of Jackson, too, yes. by the way. Yeah. And he gets second in the total votes. Like, his team also had a phenomenal year. Maybe they won one fewer game than, than Baltimore did. Um, almost, almost as good team-wise. And, I mean, he led the league almost 70%. He led the league in uh, several different cat- touchdown passes, maybe several different categories, QBR. Um, Allen's running. And, you know, also Jackson's. It, this is good. Force you into, you know, a broader mm-hmm. scope, right, of – Who's more important? Who's better? Also, there's who's more important to their team. I would not, if I were voting, I would not care about that because I feel like all these teams would suffer badly. We've seen it with the Ravens, would suffer badly if these guys were out. And we've seen it with Dallas, actually, a little bit as well. But um, to me, that's, sort, that's going too far in the thinking. Like, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you taking into account the rest of the team, who the backup is all that kind of stuff. You really want – where Aaron – among other ways where Aaron gets it right, if you read his his uh, write-up on who he voted for and what his thinking was, I mean, a perfectly reasonable argument time after time after time, you want to isolate, you know, the, to the best extent that you can, the individuals. Not easy to do in football, which, which is what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people, like I said first – could have thought it was really close between Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, even others. Prescott, Purdy, Mahomes. Why not? Christian McCaffrey. You could have probably most of these voters, you know, weighed a lot of things. But you still only pick, well, <laughs> actually, you, I was going to say you still only pick a winner. But you don't anymore. You pick top five. What I think most people are, are focused on is the 49 to 1. It's, it's the first place votes. And I, I, I get how anybody, any reasonable person could have picked Lamar Jackson. And, and you know what, Bulldog, too? Because mm-hmm. we've, we've spent so much time on him since before he was even drafted. A, a lot of it is, which I do not buy, this idea that he got better this year because he, you know, they, they put more of an onus on their passing game. They put some, not really a tremendous amount of improved talent around him in terms of skill positions, but, you know, Zay Flowers, whatever you want to say about Beckham, after that, it was the same Flowers and, or uh, mm-hmm. rather, Aguilar and Bateman and Andrews was still there. Like, really, it was Flowers was the, the move. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, well, Beckham didn't really smash, but it was certainly an attempt, I mean, they, you know, to, to upgrade. Uh, I would have gladly taken Beckham here, um, you know, last off offseason, uh, sight unseen. And, you know, Flowers was, yeah, that, that, that was significant. I mean, he's probably going to be their top receiver moving forward here um, at the receiver position, you know, yep. Andrews, um, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean. But he I was think, a rookie. He, he, he was yeah. a rookie, and it took him a little while. You know, you saw it was erratic. It was rookie things. You saw what happened in the, in the championship game. So not like bringing mm-hmm. in Tyreek mm-hmm. for Tua. Right. Not exactly That's like right. that. Yep. Yeah, I, I think – a lot of um, yeah, and I don't buy this. Like I, I, I thought Lamar, like Lamar, was a, po- a, a a pretty polished passer coming out to begin with. It just, it just, you know, people it got overshadowed by 
uh, I think the rushing. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it's you know that the perceived jump um, that back Lamar or just the team was great. He he also had I mean great games in the biggest spots, right? I mean maybe the best game Allen had on a national stage was the four twenty five kickoff in Philly, and they lost, right? And, right. But I mean he was a monster in that game. And I think we said it right then, like that was an opportunity, but you lost, and it just sort of gets, you know, cast aside. The Dallas game after that was another great opportunity, and all he did was hand the ball off 45 times or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> That's like, right. So he just didn't, he didn't get the chance that, like Lamar showcased, you know, my, Miami, you know, that Miami game um, and the San Francisco game, like just, you know, perceived top-shelf opponents and he had great outings in those games, and that that yep. helps a lot. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I, I think the thing I'm not upset that Josh Allen isn't the MVP, um, and, and I'm not upset that Lamar Jackson is the MVP. I guess I just feel a little like I was too passive and just going along for the ride all year, um, talking about it. And I do think it's borderline an outrage that Josh Allen finished fifth. He he had a monster, 15 rushing touchdowns, the most total touchdowns in the league. I mean, the year is, it was a smashing year. And if, I don't know, Denver actually misses a kick and they don't let New England drive down the field after Allen puts them ahead, maybe he's got the same amount of wins. Well, no, that still would be one behind Lamar. But anyway. you're right. No, it would be the same. Yeah. It was two. I, I, I just think that that is kind of a foolish thing to punish you know, punish Allen for him finishing fifth with the year he had, I think is an outrage. Well, uh, at the risk of overanalyzing it, if you take those two games, the ending is what you're at with how the, how they lost to Denver, how they lost to New England. But there were turnovers in those games. I mean, the first pass he throws in New England is a pick and based like sort of confirming your priors it's like okay Josh Allen right I mean turnovers really for the season it was not as big a story as it was made out to be now it got better and that's how these things go it sort of gets established early in the season the first game he might have lost the MVP the first game yeah with right. with those turnovers like that sort of sets the the narrative for the season he I mean he really didn't he even was the favorite at one point in the middle of the season. Jackson was not the favorite until after Christmas. You didn't miss anything. I mean, it, it was never his award, but every time, almost every time somebody got to be the betting favorite, their team would lose. And mm-hmm. since it's always quarterbacks, that's it. Yeah. You talk that about that definitely happened with Prescott. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you you talk about Allen in Philadelphia. Here's Prescott in Philadelphia, November 5th, 29 for 44, 374, three touchdowns, no picks. Guess what? They lost. Yep. <laughs> C.D. Lamb gets tackled at the one-yard line to end the game. Like, oh, well, he and his odds changed, and Hurts went up, and then they lost to somebody, and that was just the, the whole season. But Jackson really didn't take the lead until they beat the Niners, and that was Christmas night, and they did it decisively, and Purdy, who might have been the favorite, threw a ton of picks in that game, so there goes Purdy. Just a a strange year for that. I think what the most interesting thing is about the way they vote now, which is top five, which I think is probably good. But it's not it was not good for DeMar Hamlin. 
And Aaron made this point on his his write up. Well, Aaron Schatz, who basically said he he voted for Hamlin to win comeback player. It's such a strange award. We've talked about it for years yeah. now. You know, hopefully people listening. I want to think. Hopefully, this is something they paid attention to because we've been. I've been at least like sort of crying about the strangeness of this award for a long time. Aaron wrote, you can't vote Hamlin second. I mean, if you're voting. Right. I think that's good for, logic, right? If you're voting for him at right. all, he has to, he, you have to give him the award or you think he doesn't deserve it at all because he's a bit player or something or whatever. I mean, whatever. Uh, imagine going, Joe Flacco gets my vote for comeback player of the year off his couch, Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. What a story. Fine. Hamlin second, almost died, made it back. Great. Matthew Stafford third, (laughs) got hurt, came back, did well. You can't compare Hamlin's story with the other guys. No. So I don't know what you might have it. I don't know what his voting breakdown was, but it would make no sense to vote for Hamlin in any position other than first, unless you're sort of just worried about, geez, if I decide on my own that that's not really a comeback, like I think of what comeback means, then I'm going to leave him off. Well, I mean, then you cost him the award. It was close. And just you couldn't really – Yeah. somebody probably did. Somebody probably did put him in the middle. It's just, Aaron Schott said, how could you not vote him? you got to vote him first or nothing. And I agree with him. I had the I had earlier today, but now I can't find it. Uh, I did have the comeback player of the year voting breakdown, um, and now I can't find it, which is too bad because Hamlin I think had a bunch of second place votes. I mean, there there is sort of the you you would think about the fact that your vote would be made public and you might have to defend it. Think about this for the uh, the, the baseball Hall of Fame. And, you know, you might not want to have to deal with leaving DeMar Hamlin off off the ballot. But kind of does make sense to either you put him first or you just don't mm-hmm. put him in there at all. Uh, Sam Monson made the same point, I know, last night. Like, he's got to be first or nothing. But I don't know. I watched it. Oh, yeah? I'll, I'll, admit, I'll admit to that. I, I, watched, <laughs> I watched a lot of it. I, I wanted wa- to see – go ahead. I watched it on Twitter. Okay. You know, I mean, I just saw, I just saw the, you know, the, the picks, you know, I saw the awards as they were rolling in. <laughs> so I didn't, I did not turn the show on. I watched it. I wanted to see who, if, if maybe Dawkins would win. I feel like Deion Dawkins would be a great choice for man of mm-hmm. the year. I, I thought maybe he would win. Cameron Hayward won. Cameron Hayward uh, thanked his wife. Joe Flacco thanked Joe Flacco thanked his wife. Neither of them named their wives in their speech. But then Hayward immediately ran off the names of all his brothers and Flacco named teammates and stuff. Like, just come on, say her name at least. Give, give her all this credit. At least name her in the speech. But that, that didn't happen. Just a little pet peeve of mine. Okay, well, the book is closed on that. We've got Super Bowl 58 to talk about. And I don't know, is that is that fun to do? We'll, we'll do it. It's kind of what we're supposed to do. We'll do some Super Bowl talk here. If you want to talk to us about the awards, who should have been the MVP? Was Allen robbed here? Was he really robbed, or was he just robbed because he didn't get, like, 13? 
uh, first place votes or finish second or just what would be interested in hearing some takes on that. Trevor Sikama, Sal Capaccio today. I mean, our picks contest is over. Bulldog won. Yay, Bulldog. But we will do at 6 o'clock in our usual picks slot there, uh, prop bets and things we like uh, for this game. It could end up being silly. I don't know. Rushing props, all kinds of things like that. That's what uh, one of the fun things about the mm-hmm. Super Bowl or betting on the Super Bowl. That's coming up uh, later. All right, give us a call. We'll uh, be ready for that next and a lot through the day with a couple of guests stopping by in the 4 o'clock hour. Mike Chauvin, the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Just wanted to say one thing. Yeah. That one vote against Lamaxon, that jeopardizes why sports writers, people talk about how sports writers yeah. shouldn't be voting. Yeah. That was a stupid Not Homer right. vote by that individual, probably scared to go back in the locker room if he had voted against 100%. Josh Allen. That compromises everything. You have to be objective when you have a vote. And that writer, that writer was, I don't know who the hell it was, but that's an embarrassment. Lamaxon? Yeah. Did you just call Lamar Jackson Lamax. That's how you make the big money. Yeah, yeah. With a completely unfair yeah. take. Noted, noted Homer and Buffalo Bills booster and beat reporter Lama- Aaron Schatz. Lamaxon. I don't care who it is. I don't know who it is. That's how you make it big in this, this business. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lamaxon. He did call him Lamaxon. I, I believe that's right. That's how I heard it, too. Yeah. Is that like a name he has for him, or is that just he misspoke? Does somebody call – does Stephen A. Smith refer to Lamar Jackson as Lamaxon? 
I'm going to guess no. I, I feel like I would have seen that at some point or another, uh, though I don't, like, seek out cons- consumption of, of this material. Uh, you know, I see it. It crosses my face on social media. So I'm guessing he misspoke there. Imagine Stephen A. Smith referring to Aaron Schatz, blasting him for not being objective. Right. I'm sure, I mean, Aaron has probably encountered hundreds of Bills fans over the years. He's been on our show for, what, 20 years almost? Bills fans, I think, have hated him. Who think he's not objective for whatever because he doesn't think the Bills are as good as the fans do or he thinks New England is good, which they were, whatever. Just, I've always been very proud, I think you're the same, to have him on. You know, mm-hmm. objective is all I care about. Yep. And you, who who's objective? Numbers are objective, and you know, there's a there's not everybody in sports media is objective, but there, I I feel like I know we know who the people are that are, and he has never been the the least bit of a of a, a an enigma when it comes to that. Of course, <laughs> right, right. Anybody whose numbers. If the numbers are their truth, they're going to be objective. I mean, that's just that's what it's all about. You're trying to get it right. So good for him. And I I, I have no doubt that he can handle it because he's probably been dealing with it, just people who think he's biased or, oh, yeah. you know, watch a game. Once in your life, will you actually watch a game? Like, I love that he picked Allen, right? Because Allen fans sometimes think that people just don't – they're not objective. Right. They're, they're holding on to pre-draft biases or whatever i just love that this this happened you know not not for any grief that aaron will get he was on our show yesterday by the way did you think did you think he was choosing his words carefully i did when when we asked him about his ballot you know we didn't ask him to reveal it but just a a reference to it right he he i i I think so i mean he even i don't know that he was telling us so we'd understand why he wasn't going to tell us who he voted for but he plainly said i'm not supposed to reveal my ballot until after yeah until after the awards are over um and i don't know if he was like reminding himself that as he was talking to us or what what he was doing there but yeah i thought i thought he was he was intentionally careful about what he said about the voting i i think now last night after this came out i thought it was because he knew maybe not that he was the only one he might have not known that, but he said to us yesterday, it's going to go the way you think it's going to go. Remember that? Mm-hmm. He, he, he said, you know, basically that. Like, they're not going to be big surprises here. Like, thinking of MVP maybe more than any other uh, award. He voted for Tyree Kill, by the way, for the McCaffrey Award, too. Yeah. And he voted for, I don't think he voted for Miles Garrett. Maybe it was Parsons. I think he might have voted for Parsons. He had a few. That there's just no there's no way Aaron Schatz put less thought and time into his vote than maybe anyone else on there. I'm I'm not trying to besmirch the other voters that they just would have well kind of the way I I sometimes voted for the Heisman when I was voting for the Heisman not as thoroughly <laughs> and diligently right. as I should have which is you know then they found out that I was not really following the sport that much and they canned me which they should have they should have done it 10 years earlier <laughs> it, was a, it was an entirely reasonable outcome there yes <laughs> of all of all people for like a guy like Stephen A Smith who just doesn't care you know if he's right ever what he's saying it's it's about the show a guy like that to rip Aaron 
whether he knew if you told him it was Aaron Schatz, he probably who's that? You know, uh-huh. he, he he would probably not not slow down. But I don't know. He he might not have said the, the stuff about are you afraid to go in the locker room? Right. And and here's how especially stupid that is. Allen was never supposed to win. You, there are clips of him finding out he wasn't there, but he's in Las Vegas. There are clips of him finding out how the vote went, and he he makes fun of it. Like right, he I saw him counting with uh, with the the, the big cat. Right, um, oh, I got one. Okay, well next year I will get two and three or whatever. I saw a video of that. I think it looked like it was in an elevator. Even uh, that just that implies around. that implies like in terms of Stephen A. Smith, and that just I, I, you got to change the subject on me in a minute. <laughs> It implies that, like, Allen expects first-place votes, that, you know, whoever is associated with the Bills would, of course, he would expect them to vote for him because they cover the Bills, which right. obviously is not how he is. <laughs> so th- no, nobody would ever feel any pressure. They would joke about it. If Aaron Schatz were literally, a, like, worked for WGR, if Aaron Schatz were Sal Capaccio, like, he wouldn't vote for Allen because of the pressure he would get from Allen and the Bills for having done so. Like, because Allen doesn't expect to win. So, it, what else is in the news, Robin? It, 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 is all, it all is it's all hilarious. The, the hot takery uh, from Stephen A., um, uh, the fact that it's Aaron Schatz, who's who, Sale tweeted this out earlier. Like I, I don't know that these were Aaron's words, but the the publication Football Outsiders quite famously referred to Allen as a parody of a college football like a quarterback prospect before the yep. draft, right? So not only not only like the the objectivity is so apparent and obvious if you know anything about the background that to 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 assail him. For the pick, the way that Stephen A. does is, I mean, it just makes it even more absurd and more delightful to sort of take in as someone who's been, you know, supportive and appreciated Aaron's work over the years. It's just, the whole thing is just hilarious to me. It, it really, the whole thing is hilarious to me. It's so good, but, you know, it's funny, but it's not funny, and I recognize how relatively little weight Anything I say or we say, dare I, you'll bring you in, Mm -hmm. will actually carry. But damn it. You know, like for all these years of trying to get it right, talking to people who care about getting it right, watching people like Stephen A. Smith who do not care at all about what they're saying, whether what they're saying is true or accurate, like just make it all the way to the top. I don't know. Like that is a sword worth dying on. You know, like, I mean, I'm just proud of him. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I mean, as somebody that really knows Aaron that well, but it does not surprise me at all that he would have been thoughtful about it. He could have ended up at Lamar Jackson. I'm sure there were many voters who were the same. Yeah, that They were thoughtful and honest about it, and they ended up at Lamar Jackson, who had a tremendous year on the best team in the NFL. So, okay, I get it. I mean, it's a quarterback award. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. Well, like I already so, said, like so I don't good, think so it's bad. outrageous that Jackson won. I think it's more outrageous that Allen finished fifth uh, and only got one first place vote with the year he had. 
Um, and, you know, that Jackson was such a, even with the one vote not going to him for first place, such a runaway winner in a year where there was a lot of fluctuation all year and who would win. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it seems a, there's a little bit too much groupthink there, um, you know, which, I, I don't know. It, it just, the whole, the whole thing, it's been bothering me all week that, that Lamar was such a favorite for the award because it just didn't seem like, again, it didn't have to be that he, he didn't deserve to win. I'm not saying that, but it just, we never even really talked about it because it was such a foregone conclusion that he'd win. And when I really looked at it, I thought this should be more of a conversation, I think, than, than it has been. And it turned out really not to be. And all we've got left is, you know, people taking pot shots at somebody that are not even close to accurate. Well, what do you think, like, we've been talking about this since three. I'm saying, I think a lot of people who voted might have thought it was really close. Now, Allen finishing fifth doesn't necessarily mean it was really close between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. But don't you think, I mean, maybe I haven't heard you say it. Don't you think a lot of these people would have been like, okay, you're looking at all the numbers. It was a year if you paid attention to it. We did. We talked about it a lot with our, our betting specialists, you know, and other people, how the odds, would, the favorite would change every week. You know, it was a kind of a ride this year in that way. And at the same time, it looks weird that Jackson got 95% of first place votes. But also, I think a lot of people would have had a tough time picking someone else. Fair? I mean, was it – what I'm saying is – what I'm saying is, was it groupthink or was it – this is close, but he had a great year as the quarterback of the best team and maybe improved, whatever else you would sort of stick to it. They blew out San Francisco. You mentioned a couple of these. They blew yeah. out Detroit. They blew out Seattle, like 30-point wins. Ugh. Like yeah, I don't of... know. I, I I think it. I don't I don't know the pro, you know I, I would I wouldn't want to. I'm, I'm sure there's there's process that that are uh, processes that are all over the board here. Uh, Aaron Aaron was ready. I mean he I, he wrote not only about this vote but then had a link there where he explained why he had Allen and Dak Prescott ahead of Lamar in his All Pro voting, and that went into yep. more detail. So, like he, you know, he does that kind of work. That's his. Work. I mean, that's that's what he gets paid to do is provide that kind of analysis. So he's going to do it. Like I don't know who all the all the voters are and what their process would be. Um, I just think it might be easy when the ballot is there in front of you to know who who's the favorite if you're paying attention to that and just sort of roll with the, what you think the tide is so that you don't end up getting outed by Stephen A. Smith erroneously even. Totally um, right. You know, so I think there's there's a lot of – and that's what that's what groupthink is. It's just, you know, the, it's a little like a coach going through a post-game news conference. Like, how can I – what's the path of least resistance here? Um, all right, fine. He, everybody says he's going to win. He's going to win. I might as well vote for him too. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I – I, I, I'm, I would admit that if I were a voter, I, I'm, I might fall into that. If I, you know, oh, where's that ballot? I was, oh, God, I got another email reminding me I got to get this in. Uh, fine. You know, I don't want to get in any trouble. 
<laughs> so I'll just who are the favorites for everything and just do that rather than you know do all the work necessary to spit out a different result. Um, so I, I I would think there'd be some of that, but I, I don't know if that's enough to you know end up at 49 first place votes. Um, but maybe it's I would think it certainly contributes to it. They really did, and I didn't realize this. I haven't paid attention to who votes for this award, but they really did overhaul the group. It's been 50. Like, John Clayton was in this group for a long time. They really did overhaul, like, who votes for this. Like, Tom Brady votes for this award. You see, Tom Brady, Fox Sports. Has he worked today for Fox Sports? I have no idea if any of the stuff he's been doing is under their banner. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, what? Even if he did, whatever, he doesn't really work there. He hasn't really worked there. There's no Tom Brady Fox Sports, but it's media. Media vote for this award. Tom Brady gets a vote because he's technically media. I still don't know what WGRZ Radio is. I think that's. I don't know what that is. I'm not even gonna. I can't go. Keep coming back. Um, just guys who. I love that Sam Monson votes for this award. I didn't know that. Pro Football Focus, that seems like a, a worthy organization deserving mm-hmm. of a vote. I love that, that he he's in. But it used to be like maybe a beat guy from every city. And then USA, remember, as the show ever sounded, USA Today. <laughs> right. The National, I don't know, Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Right, right. Would have had votes. But it was. It's been 50. It's still 50. Tony Dungy from NBC. Uh, definitely on the cutting edge of the sport at this point, Tony Dungy. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tony Dungy. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's had a career, obviously, in the, in the sport. He's not the least qualified person. But I think it's some, some interesting choices were made. And, you know, who, who gets to keep voting? Howard Balzer has a vote. Remember Howard Balzer? We've probably talked to him a lot. But Pro we've, football. We've weekly. had Pro football. Weekly. That's Hub Arkush. But Balzer was a was a national correspondent for Pro Football Weekly. Okay. Have you and I ever talked to him together? I mean, maybe not. Like I talked to him twenty times. I, but same maybe here. not same, since same you here. and I, I, I He was. Uh, That's so funny. A, like a maybe a monthly guy on my nighttime show. That's why I, I remember him as yep. as a uh, you know a, a, whatever national columnist or whatever with Pro Football uh, Weekly. Teddy Bruschi has a has an MVP vote. Great. I, that's it's not necessarily bad. <laughs> is a football guy who played at a high level and is in the media. It's not necessarily bad. I'm just sort of realizing how they have overhauled the mm-hmm. uh, the voter Howard Deneroff. You know who that is. That is a f- former executive, and he does a podcast now, doesn't he? Maybe I don't know. I Westwood won, is what it oh, says. Oh, that's Denneroff. right. Okay, Westwood yeah, no, he, yeah, he's, he's the not, guy that, yeah, for for thirty years ago at least or more, the broadcasters on like the Westwood One National Sunday Night Football would name him as like executive producer or that's whatever right. he was, that's Howard right. Denneroff. Yeah. So he's media, MVP yeah, not vote. a front office football guy, but a, a football guy, media guy, TV guy, radio, yeah. yeah. Dan Orlovsky has an MVP vote. Yep. Who do you vote for? <laughs> Lamar. Easy. Next question. Yeah. Uh, Armando has one. Yep. I mean, Armando, so Armando was Miami Herald for many years. I wonder how long he's been voting, maybe, I don't know, since Edwin Pope, like going back many years as a a writer for that paper and then you know the the obviously the the industry has changed and so a lot of these guys like Vic you know sort of you you move on and you represent different outlets that maybe you're like who uh but you know the the person has credibility they've been in the in the room for a long time that list by the way I re- re- retweeted I just thought WGRZ Radio was funny. Uh, I retweeted that last night, and so you can find that. Josh Dubo or Dubow AP, I don't know which it is, uh, tweeted the list of voters. Okay. What else? Trevor Sykema, Sal Capaccio coming up next hour. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Welcome back. We've spent most of the first hour today talking about awards night. If you missed Aaron Schatz, who was the lone out of 50 MVP voters, voter to pick Josh Allen number one, check him out yesterday on our show. Use the Odyssey app, on-demand audio, or go to WGR550.com. Tomorrow, the Sabres host the St. Louis Blues' first-ever meeting. The latest 
Mm. First ever meeting between the Sabres and the Blues. Does the Blues logo get enough credit? Uh, I, what is it exactly? <laughs> it's an eighth note. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. Um, I don't yeah, know. Teaching I, you music. I think it, it gets it gets just it gets the credit it deserves. I think it's not bad, right? No, it's definitely not bad. No, it's definitely different. not bad. It's it's different. It's great. I think it's great. It's an eighth note. I think it's okay. <laughs> you've never you've never wanted to fight for its being replaced. You've never uh, wanted to fight against it. No, no. I I mean, you know, like a lot of teams, including ours, they've had you know, their wayward moments. There's, you know, the the Gretzky era jersey that had some red in it that was kind of obnoxious. Uh, but mostly I've always kind of like liked that. their, their colors were so similar to the Sabres. I've always kind of liked the blues look. They have, I don't know. Is it a throwback uniform? They have a uniform that's like their seventies look. It's very close to Buffalo. It's very close. Like the, the, the original Sabres lighter blue mm-hmm. where, where the Sabres have dabbled in that as a third Jersey that Buffalo jersey is that color with the script very similar yeah 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 let's see what happens tomorrow if they just basically dress identically let's see what happens the logo will be the only difference what do you think would it be chaos i'm here for it (laughs) set yourselves (laughs) apart let's let's both wear white or uh, both wear blue and see what happens just another another new idea for a promotion for NHL mm-hmm. games. Both teams are going to wear the same uniform. We'll see what happens. What kind of confusion will arise? 1 o'clock tomorrow, 12 noon pregame for Sabres Blues. Up next, Trevor Sykema talking some Super Bowl, some Bills, and some 2024 NFL draft. I mean, if he's willing. I don't know. We have, we have to just see what he wants to talk about. Sal Capaccio follows Trevor. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. Thanks for being with us. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.